and welcome to Like-Minded Friends with me, Susie Ruffle. And me, Tom Allen. Hello, everybody. Hello, good morning. Good morning to you, Susie, on this slightly grey November morning. Yes, very... getting quite wintry. I'd say that we may have passed autumnal. Yes, we're going right into the heart of winter now, aren't we? Have you... um, big question, have you got your decorations up? Oh, of course not. Not yet, but we have ordered our tree. Oh, ordered it. Oh, don't you have it from some sort of recyclable vegan person or something? <laughs> yes, because we eat it afterwards, of course. Oh, that's a good, good Please thing. come round for our pine really? soup. <laughs> We're making our own Glade plugins. <laughs> oh, I'd like, to, I'd like to sniff that. Well, listen, you're very good. Maybe you'll <laughs> get one in the post. Oh, wow. Well, of course, we've ordered the tree and then someone comes and picks it up afterwards. And I don't know what they do with it. But oh, yes, like, I do yeah. live in Brighton, so I imagine they make hummus out of it. I imagine it is straight <laughs> to the hummus factory afterwards. Yes, of course. That would be lovely, wouldn't you? I did think about that. But you know, I've just had the painters in. Not you, Well, of course. Um, <laughs> no, we know that you're not in your period. <laughs> <laughs> not so quickly, anyway. Not so uh, quickly. And um, and uh, they. I'm very worried about the walls getting scratched, so I don't know what to do now. Bring it in through the window. Yes, that is an option, actually. You do have to be careful, though, because if you've got droppy pine needles, you know when we lived in the flat, we found them until April, May. Well, of course, I I got the extra old-fashioned pine needle dropping tree last year, and we're still finding those needles, because I thought, oh, of course, that be? I just thought it would be, like, lovely and scented. And Dickensian. And, of course, Dickensian. Of course, which is your way. Uh, Yes, but, of course, it comes at a cost. So it might just be a plastic one this year. A blacky one. A plastic one, yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. You know Anne Ruffle has two. Oh, what sort of ones? Because my mum also, Irene also has. Uh, uh, well, they're both fake. Yes. They're both fakies. I'm not talking about her boobs. I'm talking about her trees, to be very clear. <laughs> She's got two. They're both fake. Um, she, one's green. We're talking about a bit. No. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. She needs to go to the doctor about that. One's Sorry, green. Cut that out. That's not a nice thing. <laughs> no, I think it's funny. Just saw a joke and went for it. I think it's then, fine. Well, we are talking about Susie's mum. My mum's boobs. Um, I think she'd laugh. Don't worry. Mm, she mm. go. Oh, I know. Tom's not interested. <laughs> One green. One silver. What do you think about that? Oh, I like that. I like silver. Yeah. Because when I was growing up. In the 80s, mum and dad had a lot of, like, decorations from the 70s. Oh, yeah, I love all that. Had a green tree with a, like, hint of silver. And they had a really sort of bushy one, but sort of slightly plasticky as well. And, like, the multicoloured lights on a sort of foil background to really make their various amber colours. Would they have it flashing? No, that wasn't even an option. Oh, of course. And they also had a set that I found as a kid um, that were in, is it in series, that term, where you, if one of the lights went, they all went. Oh, yes. Yes, then you have to try and find the light. Mm, mm. And then someone would swear and then off we'd go to B&Q. Yeah, exactly. It was, <laughs> it was a big deal. And the, my favourite were always the foil ones that were like lanterns. and Like things. Foil's War? Like Foil's War. Yeah, nice. But did you have those ones? You know the ones I mean? Like Concertina Garlands made out of foil, like red and gold yes. foil. Oh, yes, of course. Yes, yes, mm. yes. We had all that sort of thing. Mm. And mum's got sort of a series of Santas doing different things. Oh, what sort of things did they get up to? Oh, so much, Tom. Thanks for asking. Mm. So he's obviously writing a list and he's checking it twice. One of the key things he has to do, yeah. So it's him with a ream of names. Mm. Then uh, one where he's wrapping up presents. 
course, must be one exhausting. where he's making the choice. It's sort of like the seven signs of the cross. Oh, you know what you'd find in church? Oh, yes. <laughs> the seven stages of the cross. Yes. Yeah. Sort yes. of similar to that, but it's sort of more Father Christmassy. Oh, he's wrapping the presents. <laughs> he's making the toys. He's getting on his sleigh. He's oh, next to a chimney. Oh, that's lovely. So did, um, tell us, did your mum buy those individually or was that, I feel like there's some sort of European trip involved in this. Inspiring. No, I th yes, maybe for someone and then they may have fallen off the back of a lorry. Okay, so some sort of trip. <laughs> someone had a trip and they fell and they opened the lorry door. No, I don't know that that's a fact. Hang on, I um, thought there was, oh no, maybe it's the carolers were brought on a trip to Bruges. The carolers were brought on a trip to Bruges. Thank you so much for remembering, yes. There we go. I didn't I didn't get it wrong. There's the two carolers by the fireside. Yes, those massive, they're sort of the size of a toddler. Yes. Yeah, absolutely terrifying. Mum gets them out every year. Yeah. Absolutely terrifying. Well, mum did buy me a, a small father Christmas to have some place in my house. Yes. And, um, and uh, of course, I didn't tell anyone that it was in the cupboard. And it's quite <laughs> frightening. Because <laughs> it's small and then you don't see it until you look out the corner of your eye and go, oh, no. <laughs> well, what mum does with those little people is how you pack them away as their heads come off. So it looks really macabre where you unzip them from the attic. <laughs> oh, that's lovely. Well, of course, I've got my nutcrackers. Please, Susie. Sorry. Got, this isn't what we're here to talk about. What do you mean you've got your nutcrackers? Oh, did you buy the full-size ones? Well, I don't know how... I'd say they're as big as my knee. No, probably a bit bigger, maybe up to the thigh. Tasteful, tasteful. Because we went to the garden centre the other day and there were ones that were adult size and I, I think they're too much. Well, you know, of course, Tom, I'm frightened of everything. Mm, and they do come to life, that's the problem. But that's the thing, I've seen the ballet. Mm. You see, you know, they're, they're famous for coming to life and, and dancing. Talking of being frightened, Tom, mm. I've, I've done myself a mischief. Oh no, what's happened? Well, I was listening to that podcast, Uncanny. Have you heard it? Um, this is the one with Jason Manford talking about the Portsmouth Theatre, isn't it? It's not the Portsmouth Theatre, it's the theatre... Someone might talk about the Portsmouth Theatre on it, but yes, he talks about maybe Jury Lane. Oh, fine. And there's the ghost that's in the the uniform of the play. Oh my goodness. It's really creepy. So there's a series called Uncanny. I mean, if you're brave, it's a great series. But of course, I trick myself into thinking I'm brave, don't I? We all think we're brave until it comes to late at night when of course we're away. Well, exactly, because of course I get in so much later than everyone else. Mm, of course, creeping around the house. Creeping around the house. So stupidly, I listened to one about someone having a ghost in a Victorian house. Tom, where do I live? <laughs> a Victorian house. Thank you so much. So then oh, I got no. in and mm. I turned all the lights off and I thought I heard someone go, hello? <gasps> oh, no, you didn't. And then I thought, oh, Alice is up. And then I ran upstairs and she was fast asleep. No, Susie, no. And then, of course, I had to walk between the bathroom and our bedroom with my eyes closed so that I didn't see anything. Mm. And, of course, I That's do walk past the top of the stairs there. So. I was going to say, that, aren't there some steps? And well? now I'm a ghost! <laughs> <laughs> Long story short, I'm a ghost. Um, Susie, that, um, you poor thing, why don't you put all the lights on? That would be my... Well, because there's, because there's not switches right by my bedroom door. Oh, uh, right. Okay. And so the light switches, and I hadn't brought my water up, so I thought you're just going to have to be thirsty, babe. Yes, I refer to myself as babe. <laughs> thirsty, babe. Um, also, have you thought about having maybe a, a small lamp on on in, on the landing? No, because I think a lamp would sort of uplight a light, a dike, a dike, no, a ghost. Oh God, what is this ghost? 
<laughs> I went to say up light and I said up dyke. Um, uh, well. Um, which, of course, is a big road in Brighton. Um, <laughs> and very well lit, actually. Well, yes. Because I was, yeah, I don't want to uplight it. No, because I think ghosts are frightened of electrical things. Are they? Because not all ghosts. That's what Flo told me. Flo told me that. Well, if we can't trust Flo, who can we trust? Well, you know, when I was in Edinburgh and we had the view of the graveyard. Yeah, that was terrifying. I don't know how you slept yeah. at night. Well, Flo said to me they don't like electrical things. But do you know what? Actually, when I turned the light off, I did feel quite soothed. Yeah, and I feel very safe in this house. I feel like if there is a ghost that's going, hello, it's 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 a friendly one, so it's fine. But then I said to Alice, has anything creepy happened here while I'm not here? And she went, mm. no. And I was like, well, now I'm terrified because- Why did you say it like the, that? Well, because she went, um, I don't know. I feel like maybe something, but nothing to worry about. And obviously now I'm terrified. She's been doing Ouija boards. No, seance. Alice. No, she, no, she hasn't. Oh, she hasn't. <laughs> oh, on her own. Um, as soon as she you hasn't. go out. Um, I think as well, my mum would know. My mum has a good sense of these things. She said, there's a bad feeling about this house. You know, if they, if she does feel that. And she yeah. Never felt no, that she didn't. You're right. No, you know, I, I don't have... It's a great happiness to that house. It's a happy road. Everyone's very happy. Nice yes, you're neighbours. Right. People care for each other. That keeps it all away. What's the word? Hippogogic? Do you know that word? I'll go with them. I don't know it. Hippogogic, I believe, I believe, is yeah. the bit where it, it happens when you're quite tired. Okay. And it's when your brain tries to make sense of a noise. So your brain will hear something and it might just be the sound of a house next door, a creak on the stairs, uh -huh. but it might go, uh -uh, and your brain will go, that's someone saying, hello. Yes. And it's... But yeah, so that was me, Tom. So did you not scream and run upstairs and wake Alice? I ran upstairs, but I didn't wake Alice. No, I know better than to do that. Mm. Sorry, just having a sip of water. Um, um, but the water you left by your bed all night that you feel like you have to drink. Yeah. Yeah. Otherwise it's a waste of water. Yeah. It was actually on uh, Saturday when I got in from your fantastic show. Susie, that is a very seamless link. Thank you. Thank you so much. Suze, thank you so much for coming all the way up to town to watch my- Uptown. He did a show uptown. Uptown to see my show. It was so great. Oh, it was lovely to have you there. You brought me those lovely flowers, which are absolutely thriving, I have to say. Are they? Mm, lovely flowers. Well, that's the thing, Tom. You must bring flowers. Yes, of course. And I wore your lovely cufflinks that you bought me. Yes, cufflinks with clang on that I got Tom for his 40th. They were, they're so beautiful. I made sure I wore them as a little charm to have on stage with Yes. Uh, how did you find it? Were you nervous? Um, I was. You seemed very chilled backstage, I thought. Well, of course, it is one of those things, isn't it, where we do the show all the time. Mm. And so, you know, we know how they go. But mm -hmm. um, there's obviously other people around, which is just the, that's the only thing that makes it different. Yes. Um, but um, I got a bit nervous beforehand, like in the, in the sort of, half an hour beforehand. Mm. I think that's when I got sort of nervous. But I liked, I liked, um, it was lovely to see you and lovely Ruth as yes, well. Yes, of course, friend of the show, Ruth. Friend of the show, hi Ruth. And um, a lovely drink afterwards as well, which was very nice to see everyone. I, I quite I quite like to have people around, I've realised. I like to, yes. you know, be sociable and, and make it feel kind of like a little party. Yes, yes, a little party where no one's allowed to talk but you. That's my kind of party. Yes, right? Tom's got some thoughts, everyone. Mm -mm. Everyone sit in a row quietly. 
Um, and um, I mean, are we allowed to talk about the fact that not all the audience required? Well, there was there were very supportive audience, very enthusiastic. One lady was maybe a little bit too enthusiastic. I think maybe she had <laughs> had a few drinks before. Wonder. Something tells me she might have done. I'm not a doctor, but uh, I think she might have had a lot to drink. She was sat in front of me. And as soon as I walked in, I thought this, as soon as she walked in, I thought this is uh-huh. going to be a problem. Oh, uh, really? Yeah. Well, I sort of heard her excitedly sort of whooping, but at moments that weren't relevant. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so we got a few, got a little way into the show and then she was standing up. And I know, um, you know, probably more uh, bigger, <laughs> more experienced performers, I don't know, would probably go like, let her have a moment, for example, like Adele did. Um, oh, no, Tom, I think I think what you and Adele do, and I hope you don't mind me saying this, are quite no, different. On. Well, it had to be said. I think when you've got the sort of power of a full band, you can mm. sort of drown out people that are going, Sid Cup. Yes, she was shouting Sid Cup quite a lot. And Crystal Palace. Yeah, it was very strange. Sydney as well. Yes, a lot of, of places in South East London. At one point, I did sort of try and go into it and sort of joined in by shouting out various places in Penge, of course. Penge, I shouted out at one point. People, she'd love that. I think she, uh, I just said, maybe you should go and get some water mm. and then we can we can get on with the show. And um, well, then I think the venue staff brought her some water and I was thinking, no, I don't, I don't want you to, I don't want you to make her more comfortable there. I want you to go outside. Yes. Get, and take then- her outside to get her some water and then she can. And then not the boys in blue, but the boys in yellow came, didn't they? They did. They did. They came down and helped her to um, a quieter place. I just felt for the people around, you know, it's a bit distracting, isn't it, when you've got somebody shouting out various southeast London places. It was. I mean, I feel like everyone, there was a real blitz spirit in my row of people being like, that bloody woman. (laughs) And the bloke that was with her was vaping, which I thought was unbelievably rude. And then blowing it behind him, which was like, to me... Oh my goodness! I know. I felt. I mean, I know that you had dry eyes for the recording, but I don't know if you needed to pay for that. He was doing quite well. <laughs> Could have just got him blowing. Um, well, yes. I'm sorry that you had that experience because I think. Oh, Tom, maybe, you don't need to be sorry. Well, they need to be sorry. Well, it's um, it was everybody was so lovely and such a warm audience. I felt very relaxed there. And actually, at the time, I was like, "Oh, this is annoying," but I didn't feel like, "Oh my god, this has ruined everything." I was just like, "Oh, do you want to go?" Oh, that's growth, so, isn't it? So that's growth, I suppose, isn't it? Yeah, I didn't. So I feel like had that happened, your last record, you would have panicked. Yeah, I would have done. I would have. But you were just very. I I thought, and then you picked up the show. Bam! He was straight into it. If anything, it made me more relaxed because I wasn't sort of dealing with it. Because there was a certain rhythm, you know. And of course, she was sort of Mm. whooping for the first few minutes at irregular moments, which was a little bit syncopated for me for my usual rhythm. Yes, it was. She was sort of doing some sort of freestyle jazz thing (laughs) where nothing had to really make sense. Yes. You know? Yes. (laughs) You know, that sort of thing, which, punch. Um, It didn't make any sense, but you dealt with it very well. Well, thank you for that. I think it's fair to say. um, It was a moment, wasn't it? It galvanised us all, I think. Yes. Yeah, there is something that sort of, when you're on tour, and this is not an offer to anyone being that drunk at a gig, but when something happens, like I had a zookeeper in in Folkestone. Oh, and you go, oh, that's interesting. Mm. Because you speak to lots of people that do more, uh, you know, jobs that we're all a bit more familiar with. For sure. But when you say, so what's your day to day? And she says, well, I'm mainly in charge of the monkeys. You go, well, this, this is, is interesting. interesting. Yeah, Let's talk. This is very interesting. You know, when something, when you speak to someone like that, it, is, it does sort of set a, 
it makes you find a new gear doesn't it absolutely and that's what it's all about isn't it yeah the live moment the moment that can't be repeated well of course that's all we have that's all we have these moments together well well done Tom I thought you did brilliantly well Suze thank you and thank you for your lovely card and and your lovely flowers and and just being there was very much appreciated you're right I am honestly Mm -hmm. a gem and do you know what was really exciting as well Suze go on tell me both got to finally meet our mortgage broker we did get to meet our mortgage broker and that was exciting. I, I had actually met him very briefly once. Oh, I hadn't. I didn't know what he looked like. Well, yeah, he. I, I saw him because he walked towards you and I could see you thinking, I don't know who this person is. And then he said yeah, his name. exactly. And you knew. And I was like, oh my God. I was quite starstruck, actually. He said everyone's stressed about interest rates. And I thought, well, I've, ju- I've just got my mortgage, so. Wow. It must be a difficult time for him. It must be. Well, I'm sure they're bound to come down. They're bound to come down sooner or later. What goes up comes down, doesn't it? That's just gravity. That's that's just gravity, right? That's just right? gravity. Right. Um, so that was an exciting moment, but I did have a lovely time. And we also were able to celebrate Flo's birthday, of course. Of which, course. Um, uh, dear, topic. our agent, friend of the show, friend in real life, really. Mm, friend all around. Friend all around. Um, um, dear Flo, uh, dear Flo. Had her, we ticked into her birthday. Yes. And, following which was the Sunday and so even wonderful moment. Lily Morris came from Scotland so did was... she come all the way from Scotland yeah she lives in Scotland Tom I just assumed she'd come down oh, my goodness really well oh, I don't no. know if it was just for you I assume oh. not <laughs> <laughs> she had something much better to do but she was there oh it was lovely it was lovely to see everybody actually it was a lovely time to see everyone and there's something very exciting about the Apollo isn't there because you think about all the people that have played it Absolutely, people. David Bowie. David Bowie, Kylie, I think from one of the. Posters. Another Bromley boy. And oh, David Bowie, the Bromley boy, yeah. And yeah. Um, who else? Who else was there? Um, people like. Um, I'm trying to think of someone silly now. I can't think of. It. You know, everyone that's on live at the Apollo. Everyone that's on live at the Apollo. Ken Dodd. So the Crankies. I, I don't think it was the Crankies. Um, I actually very much enjoyed Sister Act there, so it is usable as a theatre as well as a music and comedy venue. But it's a multi-purpose space. Yes, we all know that you managed to get yourself on stage in the Sister Act music. What were you, the Pope? No, Alan Carr was the Pope. I was an altar boy. <laughs> God, that's a stretch. <laughs> anyway, no, I'm not going to make that joke. Oh, um, Tom! Yeah. No, I'm not going to make jokes like that. It's not nice. No, it's not. You're right. But it was, lo- yeah, it is a lovely space. It's, it's a lovely space. And then um, absolutely knackered afterwards, of course. Absolutely. Well, of course, all the adrenaline. All the ad- adrenaline is an interesting thing, isn't it? Oh, yeah. You know, those those troughs of adrenaline that we end up in. Yeah. It's very... I had a wild week last week where I was all over the country, which is very nice. Oh, my God. Yeah, you were absolutely yeah, was... frantic. But I don't... I had a bit of a dip on Sunday, mm. um, but I haven't really had any... Time off, so I sort of know that when I get time off, I'm just going to mm. get ill. That it is a weird thing, isn't it? When you're on that train, yeah. Like when when you have to get off, it, you have to make sure you get off slowly, <laughs> otherwise <laughs> it's a bit abrupt. I mean, yesterday I just slept until one o'clock. I don't blame you. Yeah. What have you got on this week then, Tom? Where are you? Are you touring up until Christmas? What's the story? Um. Well, I've got Oxford Friday, Saturday, and the tour is concluded. Until spring. Until Feb, yeah. Lovely. Um, so I've got a bit of time off then. And then I've got, um, what else have I got to do? And then I've got a couple of uh, corporate uh, Christmas party type things. Lovely. Hosting this week, including one in Norwich. 
Oh, I love Norwich. Yes, I'm looking forward to being up there. Do you know, I had such a nice experience in Norwich. I don't know whether I told this story on the podcast, so forgive oh, me no, if no, I did. Ghost. No, no ghosts. Oh, we arrived in Norwich and I had been asked to do a podcast with the people that run the theatre. And I said, yeah, oh. but when I got there, someone was in the parking space that they said, we've saved your parking space. Please don't worry, there is a parking space. Someone was in the parking space and then I had to go and do this podcast. It was all a bit frantic. Mm. And... There was a lady who was who had come to the theatre to see if she could get a ticket for the show to see if there were any returns. Oh. And she was queuing as I came in. Oh. And um, and so I said, is there anywhere for me to park? And they, it wasn't great that, they, that there was no one that could really help me. And then she said, I live there. Do you want to just park in my drive? Oh, that's nice. And I said, yeah. And then I said, do you want some tickets to the show? And I was like, oh, just oh. You, could you give this lady two tickets, please? But then it was so sweet. I, oh, okay. I parked in her drive and then after the show she brought me like a bottle of Prosecco to take home and a card and I was like that's Norwich how lovely is that how nice is that and um, the fact that she lives so close to the theatre why didn't she just get get tickets in the first place well I suppose question. she thought I'm not 100% sure that I want to see Susie Ruffle and then on the day she thought <laughs> I think I can <laughs> stomach that's her true. I think that's what happened John. I don't think that's true sometimes people can't um, stomach me and that's okay that's you have to accept it that's not true I was being facetious. I'm sure. Well, everything's online, isn't it? So it doesn't matter if you live next door. That's a lovely story and very true of the people of Norwich, yeah. So you'll have a lovely time. Kindness. Yeah. Oh, how nice. How How lovely. Um, And um, did she enjoy the show then? Well, no, it was actually completely offensive what she put in the card. (laughs) She didn't write anything. No. She just just wrote, it was very sort of Ali or dad. She just put shove it. Wow, she really, yeah. She, she really, really hated it. That's lovely. Would you live there? Could you live in another city, do you think, since? Do you know what? The only thing about Norwich, and I hope that no one from Norwich minds me saying this, oh, it's dear. a bit far oh, from everywhere, isn't it? Yeah, it is a bit. It's always further than I think it's going to be. Mm-hmm. It always takes that bit longer. Well, I'm supposed to be coming back on Thursday when I'm there. And um, I don't know. Well, how. you won't be in your bed until gone one. You no, have to that's just accept true. that. You just have to accept that. And then Mitch the Carpenter's coming round on Friday morning to to do my hooks. He's going to oh. do my hooks on the on the coach on the boot room cupboard. What? He's a carpenter and he does the hooks. Yeah, he does hooks too. And he's in the carpenter. Good carpenters. for him. Mm. Um and I'm Did you say he's in the Carpenters? Yes, I'd like to think he's in the I love to say that. That's really funny. Yeah, he's a carpenter. He does listen to the podcast, came to the show. Oh, I should have introduced you. Oh. Oh. Um, but what he was there. Down. He was there on Saturday. A lot of people were there. A lot of people. He was there. My friends Benita and Ian. Ian had brought me around some Bakewell tarts recently. Had he made them? No, he got them from Mirabelle's. That's Mirabelle's of Chislehurst, um, which is a lovely little eatery. Which next time you're up this way, Suze, we'll go there for a Bakewell tart. They, it's a, it's a little kitchen, um, and they've got a little forecourt where uh-huh. you have tables out. And Ooh. they are brilliant. They make everything from scratch. And they've got a tiny little space there. They do it all there. They've got a little oven, a little hob. They make their own panettone. They make their own sausage oh, rolls. I love a panettone. They do croissant. They do bakewell. Um, they do everything. For any other parents that are listening, when you say Mirabelle, that is the name of a main character in, um, mm-hmm. in Canto. So when you say Mirabelle, I just think of the grandma going, Mirabelle. Oh, that's just, nice. Just so you know. Um, I wonder if it's named after her. Maybe not. No, I Almost certainly. Almost possibly. Um, but um, it's a lovely place to go. For a croissant, they do a pano sausage la, that's what they called it. Um, like a pano chocolat, but with instead of chocolate, they put sausage. 
which is oh god that sounds really good yeah really good doesn't it not great for my cholesterol really good oh oh Tom talking of your cholesterol did you get a message from the doctor in Australia no that seems like an well no what what, sorry (laughs) well I've heard from someone called Justin did you hear from someone called Justin hang on I screen grabbed it because I wanted to say thank you and there's a doctor who messaged me and said I have to have said told me what to have actually basically go on well what have you well this is this is from Justin and it says, Dear Susan Tom, I've been listening to the most recent episode and heard Tom discussing his slightly high cholesterol, not to spread it around town. On another podcast I listened to, mm-hmm. I said no gifts. Hilarious. Do check it out. The host, Bridger Weinger, swears oh, that's not very nice. that lowering cholesterol, on this lowering cholesterol method, oh. one to two Brazil nuts every day oh. will keep the cholesterol away. doctor away. Really? Personally, I just have oatmeal for breakfast. Your weekly chats bring me so much joy. All my love, Justin. Justin, there you go. Very much appreciate that. Katie Rainbird is based in is based in Australia, as far as I can tell. I think that's mm-hmm. right. And mm-hmm. um, bitter foods such as lemon juice, apple cider vinegar in water, or on salad dressings, uh, bitter leafy greens, and things like dandelion tea, whatever that is. Um, oh. And hence why I've had the water today with a bit of lemon juice. I don't know if that's what she meant. I think that's almost certainly what she meant. Brassic vegetables. Um, Brassic? What does that mean? They're uh, quite sort of bold and working class. It does sound like that, doesn't it? Like brassy, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, no, I think it's more broccoli, that sort of thing. Brassic. I oh, know, brassic means poor, doesn't it? Oh, does Is that it? really offensive that I've said that? I don't know, doesn't it? Well, I, no, I mean, the broccoli won't know. mind. The broccoli um, won't mind, you're right. And then um, <laughs> oats and seeds and things like that. Beans and legumes. There you go. Legumes, go. isn't that where you go down at the uh, at the swimming pool? <laughs> yes, legumes. Um, now legumes someone's too. got in touch. Oh no! What? What have they? No, said? no, no, no! This is good. Okay. Dear Susie and Tom, I've never related to you more than in your most recent episode. Oh goodness, Susie, you were talking about feedback you received on your podcast voice. Much like people who have a telephone voice. Well, in our family, I've coined a term for this. It's called travelling accent syndrome. I have lived for most of my life in Manchester, but as a child, we visited Bristol for the summer. Every September, I would return to school speaking with a Bristolian accent. The same happened when we went on short breaks to anywhere with an accent. Everyone thought I was doing it on purpose, but I couldn't control it. (laughs) It's worse when I'm stressed. So when my baby spent time at Alderhey in Liverpool, by day three, I spoke with the accent. My brother has moved to the northeast 17 years ago and he's also developed an accent that isn't his own. Although it's been so long now, it probably is his. So I was incredibly comforted that this ailment was being discussed and to feel part of the travelling accent syndrome community. Okay, bye. Bye, 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 bye. P.S. Obviously, this isn't an official medical diagnosis. If it's just a joke name my family came up with. <laughs> Thank you for that disclaimer. Um, the, yes, um, Caroline. Caroline. I think, well, I am a doctor, as everyone knows. And, of course. And um, I would say that what it sounds like is that um, her and her brother have been possessed by devils. They're oh. Different places, different spirits, I think, probably. Uh, there you go. That's what I would assume. There you go. Caroline, thank you so much for your email. I hope your baby's okay now after spending time in older hay. Oh, yes. um, and yes, thank you for letting me know that. Mm. See, let's just get posher when I'm with Tom. Tom, we've had more people get in touch about Rayleigh, North Carolina. Oh, please. I probably said it wrong. Hello. 
No, it's fine. Hello, Tom and Sue. Just listening to your recent oh, podcast, gosh. Delight, as always. My sister's mother-in-law lives in North Carolina. Oh. My sister's mother-in-law, okay, lives in North Carolina. Close. Which was one of the first places the British arrived from the UK when they discovered America. Mm. Sir Walter Rayleigh sailed across, hence the Rayleigh. Rayleigh. Come back to Edinburgh. I love you both. Bye, 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 bye. So it's That's Rayleigh? Yeah. Well, there you go. I said it wrong, didn't I? I don't know. No, I can't no, remember. I did. I did. No, I mean I can't. Well, then you must lie. <laughs> Please lie. Well, um, what have other people said about it though? No one else has said anything about Rayleigh's. But mm. you want to hear? There's one that's there's one email that's titled Tucker and Tea. Sorry to get the, the water bottle in this the audio recording so much. It's got a clangy thing on it. Can you hear that? Yes, Tom. Everyone can. Know, it's, it's it's not Santa. It's just this water bottle <laughs> I've got with a lid on it. No, he's still at Mum's house doing mum's all the presents. Of course, he's wrapping everything up. Um, got a few lemon pips in there. You've got to be careful. Sorry. Simply must. Okay, we'll have one more email before we depart for the day. Dear Susie and Tom, I wanted to write to you guys to say how much I love to listen to the podcast. I always listen to you on my way to work and you cheer me up each week. You're the best. Thank you. Thank you. I have been a musical fan for so long and in particular a fan of the incomparable incom- oh, incom- I, I always have trouble with this word when you can't compare them to anyone else. I think either way. Incomparable? Yeah. Sure. Uh, uh, This is harking back to the person that said, why does Susie read all the emails when she's so bad at reading? Um, In particular, the incomparable Rachel Tucker for the last 15 years or so. So imagine my delight when I heard you mention her in your recent episode talking about Sunset Boulevard. I nearly had to pull over for fear of causing an accident. I'm truly gutted I'm not going to be able to see her in this production as she's only playing Monday evenings Mm. and that's not possible for me to get there due to work commitments. I was... Well, he doesn't say Tom. I don't know. I can't. It's an email. I can't ask an email a question. I was, however, lucky enough to be in the audience of her recent album launch. Clang. Clang at the Cadogan Hall. I saw it all over Instagram. Of course, Rachel and I do follow one another on Instagram. Well, of course, I've been following Rachel for quite some time now. But yes, which was possibly the best gig I have ever been to. Goodness me. I was keeping my eye out for one of you two, but alas, you were not there. Well, we had work commitments, unfortunately. Of course we did. Anyway, please, please, please invite to be a guest on your show. It would be fabulous. Oh God, we haven't had a guest on Oh my God, we so should long. do that. <gasps> do you think she no, we've had one guest ever. <laughs> Lots of love. Bye, 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 bye. P.S. And now this is in relation. Now, I don't know if I mentioned it on the podcast, but I did put up a video of Instagram of my mum showing me the teeth that she'd saved from mine and my brother's childhood. Oh, that's nice. I'd love to see that. Yeah, charming. Mm. Charming. Um, also, it's totally not weird to keep your kids' teeth. My daughter is nearly seven and I have a special box with all the ones that she's lost so far. In fact, we've just left another out for the tooth fairy tonight. One day, my daughter actually found these and I had to make up some excuse for why I had a box of baby teeth. Luckily, she totally bought it. Needless to say, the box has been moved to a more secure location. That would be something nice for someone to discover. <laughs> well, I did that as a... Um, thank you, Matthew, for getting thank in touch, you, Matt. Um, well... I did a uh, a feature of this when I was on Virgin, oh, asking about teeth. people, ba- ba- about parents keeping baby <laughs> teeth, and uh, one guy got in touch to say that he'd kept his kids under the stairs in like a little box, and then they moved, and it was only about a year later that he thought, oh, I never brought that little box of teeth. So a new owners had just oh, found some tea. Lovely. So charming. Lovely, lovely. So charming. So nice. Oh, so charming. God bless, God bless them all. Um, right, Tom, you must go. You've got a meeting. Well, I've got a meeting, but you know, it's always, I don't want to rush our time here, of course. 
Um, no, of course. Um, of course. Suze, what have you got to do today? Off to yoga? No, not off to yoga. I've got some writing to do. Then I've got a meeting, and then I've and then I've got a corporate do. Oh, lovely, Suze, lovely. So it should be nice. It should be a nice day. Oh, for sure it will. Um, and um, and I'll see you soon. Well, you bet. Um, you bet we will see each other very soon. And thank you again for being there at the weekend. And my for pleasure. always being such a great, like-minded friend. Oh, my pleasure. Well, if I don't see you through the window, I'll see you through the week. You betcha. You betcha. Okay, bye. All right, bye for now. Bye-bye-bye. 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 Bye-bye-bye.